Lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny, your unusually unfiltered Uriel. What is a Uriel? It is a type of like goat ram looking creature. Are you sure? I am. Okay. I, I Googled it. I oh. can show you a picture. I, I believe you. I'm just saying your face didn't they didn't exude That's a confidence. And it's like a goat ram looking creature, okay. right? Put it's your got, phone on a vibrate. Thanks. Yeah, I know. I'm pulling a page out of your book with that one. Stop it. Because you, first of all, we can run the tape from last week and how your phone went off. Like you were playing, you were actually watching videos. And yeah, the, all right. the, the sound of the videos went off, I think, at least twice. It may have. But so, okay, so that happened one time in, in, it's in actually our happened hundred, right. several times in the more recent episodes. Who most of the time don't put their phone on vibrate? Mm, in life, me, but in on the show, I'd be, I'm be prepared. You got it. Thank Listen, you. welcome to another episode of Lover's Quarrel. I'm your guy, TJ. And I am your girl, Danny. If this is your first time listening to us, welcome. welcome. This is your second time, welcome, welcome back. back. And this is your third or more time, as I like to call you, you're a lover. And I like to say that you are family. And we are happy to have you. And um, Don't forget to like, follow, share. Tag, subscribe. There you go. All the, Do all the social media things. You, you know that you can follow us on Instagram at Lovers Quarrel Show. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Lovers Quarrel 7. What? And if you have any feedback, questions, comments, headaches, or heartaches to share with TJ and I, email us at Show at gmail.com. Yeah, please email us. The emails have been kind of dry lately. Yeah, but our DM's been kind of popping. It has been. I'm so, just saying. It's balanced. It's, yeah, I'm just saying it's just been a while since we had anything. But, you know, this yeah. is another episode and... Um, We're glad you're here. Yes. And I'm glad to be here. So we've getting a lot of feedback on E for Effort. Yes. So We even sh- did a recap on uh, IG, IG Live. And I thought that went pretty well. Shout out to the Oglesby's. Yes. Shout out to... Davin and Reese. Exactly. Reese getting TJ all the way together. Well, she got you together too. Don't do that. A little bit, yeah. I mean, she's listening. She, she's I, a strong personality, but I love it. I do too. I love brute honesty because it is what it is. Yeah. Even though the live was getting me kind of tight. You know what I mean? I appreciate your honesty about that, too. Well, I'm always honest. I appreciate your honesty about that, too. I'm not always honest? You Is are, that what you're saying? You are always honest, but sometimes I think that sometimes you're not as honest with yourself, if that makes sense. Do tell. Because I think in the moment, when we were on the IG Live, you were like a little bit like got frustrated and flustered for a variety of reasons but in the moment you were like i'm good this is how i am but then you were I saying here good. that you were like i was a little frustrated or like i was a little like i tight. was I, I was good for the most part more than anything i was just frustrated because again we gave a snippet of our life and people just attacked on the words i said not they didn't ask more questions they didn't say hey what was the context that you said it in or anything, you know what I mean? It, it was just more like, because I said this one thing, people were like, attack. Well, I think- And then, like- for me, sorry, the issue was like, the things that they were kind of talking about, I've shown and I've changed and improved on whatever things they were saying, and you did not like, agree. Defend you. You was just like, I felt like, in the moment, it was like, finally someone is getting that TJ, so let me just allow it to happen, because- He's always coming at me, so 
Okay. That's how I felt. So with that said, um, this episode, we're going to move it a little bit differently. So TJ and I had a very, uh, we had a lot of feedback on our last episode, our last two episodes, but we're going to kind of specifically focus on last week's episode, E for Effort. If you have not listened to it, while it is tense, it is good. Um, so go ahead and check it out on wherever you listen to uh, podcasts. And um, instead of just jumping right into our um, initial segments, we wanted to kind of talk you guys through what happened post E for Effort and post IG Live, right? Because like TJ said, you guys, we invited you all in into an hour and change of, you know, an hour to two hours of our marriage and of our of some discord we were having, but it's not always indicative of like the entire picture, but it doesn't mean that there wasn't truth told. It wasn't that we weren't being honest, but you know, it's no one ever can catch a full picture from just, you know, a few hours of, uh, time. Right. So, um, after we recorded our episode last week, um, TJ and I were still, so the next day, right. Some of the conversation was centered around my style choices, right? And it was it was it was based off as an example of TJ was trying to give me about me not putting in effort because the conversation started about the podcast and then um, ended with it being about like with my my clothing being an example. So we talked about both, but we landed on that. And so the next day, you know, I got dressed and I put in what I felt like TJ would deem sufficient effort, but I was definitely still in my feelings because I was hurt and I was angry and frustrated and sometimes feeling like defeated. Um, And TJ and I had another round of, you know, and I wouldn't even call it arguing because I feel like arguing is like, one person yells and the other person yells back and there's, you know, or yeah, like that's an argument, right? But it's a little bit more like one of us kind of like does like a dump and then the other person takes the time and does like a dump of like feelings, thoughts, opinions, and frustrations, right? So an argument, well, argue, dictionary term is that exchange or, ex- or, exchange or express diverging or opposite views typically in a heated or angry way. Okay. So we were, we were arguing. Okay. So maybe we were arguing. Um, and, um, you know, it was really, really frustrating. It's actually part of my, my, my elevator, but we can still talk about You're it now. not elevator yet. I know. I'm still talking about it now. Um, and TJ kind of like expressed his frustrations with me and the situation and you know and even some of my passive aggressive behavior and I expressed my frustration with you know myself I guess and then also I mean did I express like frustration about you to you what did I I, so we we argued a little bit more and you know I I, I, I listened to what he said, but, you know, I also was still a bit defensive and, you know, I expressed my frustration with like just even letting it get to me. Right. Because, you know, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback and, and kudos on these last two episodes, but I've said it to a couple of friends and I I, might, I don't know if I said it publicly for the last yeah, week, but like, didn't like it. I did not like them. I like them because I, I like them in hindsight because I feel like it was cathartic and I feel like it helped others and it ultimately also helped us but i don't like that 
loss of control I feel when it comes to my emotions because I was choked up you know and I was trying to keep it together and not cry and I have a very um uh contentious relationship with my emotions and my emotional state and you know I don't want it to it's never because it's very rarely because I'm just sad or I feel guilty it's because I'm angry or I'm frustrated or I'm sometimes maybe I feel defeated and so you know that's the the part about it but you know when you see a lot of times when we see people get emotional during arguments or during heated debates or exchanges there's an association with it being you know a a form of weakness or that this other person has gotten the better you know the upper hand and the better the best of you and that's not usually the case and it's really hard and then I get emotional because I got emotional and then that you know I it's just it's a very frustrating cycle to 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 participate in and even when I'm trying not to sometimes it gets the best of me especially when things get heated and you know um yeah so saying that all to say that was you know it was another emotional dump and then we started to kind of come back together and because we had gotten so much positive feedback we took it a step further and because I was trying to prove that I can put in effort and that I am not this lackey or anything like that um lackey like like okay I'm not lazy or whatever like yeah, a lackey wouldn't be okay lazy, but. but like I'm just not this I'm not this weak link in this in our in our podcast journey or whatever I you know set up um I I set up for us to go live on Instagram and you know trying to do some engagement and things like that um and still going to continue to try and do so and even found you know subscribe to a site so we could do like the little audio clips and things like that so that way we can we can present you our our inform- our podcast in more than one way so we went on Instagram live and for those of you who joined us thank you and then we um you know, that's when we, I think this is where like TJ came in, which is like, we were rehashing the episode and people were kind of like, uh, making jokes and listening. And then Reese and Davin joined us and Reese was, it was like, you know, chiming in and calling us to the carpet on different things. And TJ was defending himself. And, you know, I guess, yeah, let me tell you, I mean, it was about 75 people just coming at me, just attacking me. How did it make you feel? I didn't mind people having their own opinions. I just felt like some of the opinions that they were making was, again, based off of a snippet of our life. So it wasn't the true representation of what the issue was. Like me asking you to dress up to go to the movies where when the movies was kind of all we could do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah, I wanted you to dress up because even though we weren't old enough to go to a, the club or whatever, that was our date night. You know what I mean? So... If it's date night, you dress up because it's date night, no matter where it's at. But you were being bougie back then, so... I wasn't being bougie. If if someone says that they can't dress up because we're going to the movies, to me, that's bougie. It don't matter where we're going. I think it's a matter of how you look at it, but... Okay. I will and say, that's but, how I looked but at but it. But do you... Well, can I offer to you then, though, too, like, we select what we talk about on the show and what we talked about on the live, and then we also, like, we have a, a say in the the words that we choose and the way that we present the information. So it, it, on one hand, like, yeah, this is what, you know, people are getting a snippet. They're getting like a, yeah, like a snippet of 
our lives and our relationship, but it's also like what we've chosen to offer up to folks. So therefore we have to be receptive to whatever that feedback is, because this is like, you know, it wasn't like somebody came, you know, putting a, a you know, a glass to the, to the wall of our, our home and listening in on our conversations. It was just like, this is what we chose to present. So no, therefore. I agree with you. No, you asked how I felt and I just, yeah. I just explained that. So that's my only thing. My, my only thing is that if they asked more questions or asked whatever and got a full picture, I think they would have seen that this was, I use that as an example, but that's not how I feel today because, because one of the questions was like, um, pick an outfit for Danny or whatever. And it's just like, I don't really care about that no more because as Danny hates that I say it, but it's just like, I don't have a preference no more. Like, I kind of made it like, okay, having a preference isn't going to change. Like me having a preference, if she doesn't agree to it, she's not going to do it. So again, it's either I break up with her because she won't dress up and find somebody else or... I stay with the person that I love who gives me everything I need and dressing is just not one of them. You got to got to pick and choose your battles is the way that I. And that to me, I receive that way better than just saying like you've like ab- abandoned or lowered your expectations. So, But it is. I'm, uh, I think it, I think it's. Uh, so, you know what? Words mean things. They and, absolutely and, and do. Especially with you. You're very smart. So if. If I say something, even though my intention isn't to hurt your feelings, I can see how it can be more meaningful to you because, again, words mean, like, the world to you. It, they do. And I and I think that, like, you know, one thing, and I want to say this, like, I, I speak TJ, I'm fluent in it, but when I am the subject of your, or the topic of your frustration or your discontent, like... It gets really hard not to take what you say either very literally or very personally and subsequently very personally. And plus, it's like it's coming from you, my husband. Right. And I care very much about what you think and you say, especially when it comes to me. And, you know, I I probably too 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 much seek validation from you and somewhat because you're my husband, of course, but then also, too, because TJ is kind of notorious for not, in some areas, being a little bit, like, difficult to please. And so, or, like, being very, like, unimpressed, I should say. Um, so, yeah, so we, we had it out, and then we had the live, and then we had, after the live ended, which we was overall went really well, but then there was a little bit of tension and static after that because... TJ felt like I didn't necessarily defend him, and he felt like he was kind of being like, I guess, did you feel like attacked? I necessarily feel, I didn't necessarily feel attacked. I just, I felt attacked based off of my views in the sense that, again, we didn't get the full story. Again, all they heard was me saying that you need to dress up when we go to the movies, and, and that's all they harped on. Not the fact that I'm saying in life, in our relationship, but more importantly in life, you need to just put in effort. Like, yes, we may be going to the movies, but put in the effort. It, it, it doesn't matter. Like, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't matter where we're going because the, the, the idea is that your husband wants you to dress up or your boyfriend at the time or fiance, because, again, we've been together that long, is asking you to be sexy for them. It doesn't matter where it is. You do it because that's what your partner's asking for. That's that's how I looked at it. So it was frustrating, but I mean, I also had to understand that 
aspect and, and not take it super personal. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Okay. So, you know, we had a little, like I said, static after that. And, you know, we talked, we, we had to talk through it. And, like, really what it had to come down to, I think, was, like, we had to revisit things and rehash them. And then all, but then to really kind of get past it is to be a little bit more vulnerable and transparent with each other. Like TJ, I felt, you know, eventually like affirmed me in certain ways so that I didn't feel so defeated. And then I had to, you know, make a, a commitment to not, not trying to take things so so personal, even though it was personal, you know, maybe under, maybe giving more credit to his intention versus his delivery or word choice. Um, but we both, I think, I feel like, I, I think, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree, but I feel like we both came away with it knowing that, like, we both have things that we have to work on. What do you think? I agree. I think... I think we definitely came away with it on, on things that we need to work on. But I also feel like it kind of opened like a new level, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like it, 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 the arguments and the rawness of what we discussed and then having people critique it allowed for us to kind of come back together um, mm-hmm. and talk through it. In a way that we would able to move on from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if this would have happened like two years ago, maybe even a year ago, it we'd have probably still been beefing right now. We probably wouldn't have recorded. We probably would have never like everything that happened. We'd have probably never done because it would have been too uh, raw or too. It would have been too volatile. Yeah, that's a good way to describe um, it. So I, I think for us. We're older, we're mature. You're going through you're going to therapy, not saying that you're the problem, but you because you go because you go to therapy, you have a different scope on how you look at things. Mm-hmm. So I think that also this helps. And I also think that because we've been in such a good space and good vibe and we've learned how to like really talk out our issues, no matter how difficult it is, I feel like it, it allowed us to become closer. Yeah, I I think so, and I think we st- I think that that's true, and I also think that the other truth was this is that we still have a lot of room to grow and we, and do better by ourselves and do better by each other. Um, one thing I'm learning is like you know one thing I I kind of learned in therapy. I had my session Friday, was you know this like it's it really I I st- like I literally like after we got off the Instagram live, I was googling um, articles about how to best combat or not combat how to best respond to criticism like how to respond to criticism without being so overly emotional because what i'm realizing about myself is that i am i i don't always take criticism well but it also but more so it depends on who is delivering the criticism and how it's being delivered right and i am still learning and still processing that and the one thing that my like when I was talking in therapy was like Danny sometimes will not give critical feedback or criticism of others 
even though it might be there, it might be something worth bringing up because I might be giving the person the benefit of the doubt. I might not really be up for going back and forth with the person, whatever the reason may be. But then in turn, I, in my mind, I expect the same in return. That's what it is. And then when I don't get it, I get like deeply offended. And I'm like, kind of like, how the fuck are you telling me about myself when I just let all this shit about you go? And then what happens next is I, especially when it comes to TJ, is like, we aren't in that agreement. That's an agreement I've kind of come up in my head. And then when he doesn't subscribe to that and he gives me critical feedback and, you know, I don't, I'm upset about it. Then I, then I'm like, well, okay, well, if this is what we're doing, then here's A, B, C, and D, but things I don't like that you did. But then he doesn't receive it because he feels like I'm only doing it in, in response to what he has said to me. And I can't do that anymore because it's not helping. Um, it could be frustrating. And then also, you know, to TJ's point, I think there's a thing of like the understanding or frustration around like his delivery, his tone, right? Because TJ may have the best of intentions when he's saying what he has to say and giving criticism. Like what he in his mind feels like is just a true and fair critique, which is just to be informed, to inform somebody and to help make them better. But his delivery, delivery, his tone can be really out of pocket. I'm I'm learning that my delivery sucks. I, I don't think I'll ever be able to fix my tone. My tone is just my tone. Like when I was on the live, people were like, "Why is he so loud?" That's just who I am. Yelling, like, yeah. But I wasn't yelling. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, I think to you, you weren't yelling. Yeah. Like you're not. You're not yelling for you, but you're loud. I'm just loud. Okay. Like even as we're recording, when I begin to speak, my mic is going all the way up because that's just who I am. So I, I, that's going to be harder for me. But my delivery can be better because again sometimes i'm thinking one thing and when it comes out it comes out totally different than how i meant it or how i was saying like oh me saying this can't offend you and then you say it to somebody else and they're like no that that offended me and it's like oh okay so and that that's the part that sometimes gets difficult like so you know that's where some of that like defeated feeling comes in because it's kind of like sometimes it's like a damned if I do damned if I don't because you know or or in the very least even not even that or in the sense that like when we do have these spaces and stuff like that like it gets harder to receive whatever criticism you might have so like I'm already somebody who takes criticism really personally and then on top of that if the criticism I'm receiving is coming from somebody whose opinion I value I value greatly and the criticism is poor, like poorly delivered sometimes, it really is like a recipe for disaster on both of our parts, right? It's, it's going to be really hard to move past that. And I think that that's an area where like, that's why I said like, you know, you and I both have areas that we have to grow in. Me in receiving the criticism and being able to kind of process it give myself the the time to process it and then respond to it also me not necessarily sitting on critiques or criticisms that i have of others just because i want to be nice or i want to be keep the peace because that's sometimes what it is i sometimes i have to do it but i mean i definitely think that's the biggest thing at least that's the biggest thing that i took i feel like that's the biggest thing for me and i think the biggest thing for you is tone and delivery no well yeah again I, i i don't know if tone will ever be fixed I, that's just I come from a long line of Byersons and we just get loud that's just who we are 
And you can attest to that because you've seen my family. You've seen my family, my my personal family, like my, my close family. You've seen my distant cousins. You, you've you seen the buyers and, and we're just loud. This is true. And I accept that for who you are. Mm. But that's why there's a but. But, you know, that is you and that is the your your family that is part of your your nature it's part of my dna however we have to even the things that are part of our dna that we really work hard we we still have to try and be mindful mindful of and try to like work with like you know it it would be a thing of like i wouldn't expect you on the flip of a switch to be some type of like wallflower quiet like meek sounding person no but as your partner, as your spouse, do I expect you to? I want a new partner then. Be serious and try to be mindful of it. Yes, because even though I accept that for who you are, it doesn't mean at the same time it doesn't affect me. Does that kind of make sense? Yes, dear. I wanted to say sure, but then I know that you don't like sure, so see? Well, nobody likes sure when it comes from you. I <laughs> love sure. It's my favorite word in, in the English dictionary. Um, um, so, yeah, I think that that is... So, more importantly, how did we... Yeah. How are we able to get through it? Partly we had to fight fight it out, and um, the other part was that we had to kind of let down our guards and be somewhat vulnerable. And you know, and so sometimes how were you vulnerable? I feel like when I was kind of having my emotional meltdown at the front, of, at, at, when we when you were sitting on the steps and I was standing there, that was me being vulnerable because my instinct was to just kind of like cry and swallow those emotions but instead I cried and let it all out and it wasn't ugly it wasn't pretty it wasn't organized it was messy but it also did feel a little bit good to say all the things um how do you think we got around it I mean, I, I I do think we had. Or you uh, got around, I should say. We had a moment of being vulnerable. I I I definitely think that you know. I mean, again, you've always been emotional. You're, you're a cancer, so that's just who you are. That's your DNA. That's like all cancers' DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always embraced it. Like, if you're gonna cry, cry. Like. To me, that doesn't mean that you're weak. That's just that's just who you are. You know what I mean? Whereas for you, you crying, you showing emotions to you means weakness. And it's like, nah, someone can cry and still two-piece you. Like they could cry. Like you could you someone could be crying and they could still blow your brains out. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they doesn't mean that they're weak. It it, it just means that that's how they deal with their emotions. Yeah, but I think for me. It's um, a matter of, for me, it's a matter of trying to not let my emotions overrun my ability to communicate. That is frustrating. I'm a communicator. I do well with words. I speak well. 
in the sense that I'm really good at articulating myself any other time. And then when it comes, when it's the, when it's the time that matters the most, which is when I'm in conflict or I'm in you know distress about something, now I and I've I've spoke, spoken to this on the show before, but like now I'm fumbling all over my words. Now my tears. And the thing about it is that. It may be, you say it's okay and that's that's fine and I believe you, but at the same time, my emotions become kind of like a distraction. And more recently, you know, of late, I have been more concerned about how my emotional instability when we're having, you know, disagreements, how that impacts you because I'm thinking about how exhausting it must be to always like talk to somebody and they like cry or they get emotional or whatever you want to call it and you know you get emotional too but it just looks different the fact that you're thinking about my thoughts like you got to worry about danny thoughts you shouldn't be thinking about your crying and how that's gonna how that how does that crying told onto me like you know what i mean like you see Mm -hmm. like that's that's an issue within itself to me like don't don't worry about me. But it's it's a lot easier it, said than done. And maybe you I and maybe you that. don't worry about me when you're like dumping on me, like you're you're fussing at me or whatever. Maybe you're not worried about my feelings in the moment. But it's of course no. I, well, anytime someone is arguing or whatever, you're not thinking about anything. You're just going with with the flow. That might be. I think that's what that's what you do. I don't think that's what every that's what a lot of people do. But I think a lot of people also don't. Okay. I think about. I'm not. I, I think about what's worth saying, what's not worth saying, what's going to. Sometimes I think about what's going to end this, what's going to and be that a resolution. Be, that may be it, my what, issue. What's going to? I'm saying whatever comes to mind. A lot of times, and that's not always the best. I've, as I've gotten older, I've been more like, okay, how can I say this differently, or when to pick and choose my battles. When I was younger, oh yeah, you, I'm letting that. That chopper fly, but now there is a difference. But what I'm trying to say is that if me and you are beefing, I'm not saying, "Damn, I'm saying this stuff to Danny." Maybe I shouldn't say this stuff to Danny because it, it may be an emotional toll on her. Even though everything that I'm feeling is based off of the things that she's doing, like I don't know, my mind don't think that way. Mine, I think mine. Like Duh. I'll think about you after the fact. I think about a lot of times, but I, in I the don't. middle of it, no, I'm I'm thinking about getting my point across. Uh, you know, talking about whatever the issue is. Like, let's put it all let's put it all out there so that way we can move on. And I think that may be it for me, right? Because I'm like, let's get it off so that way I can move on. And sometimes, and for me, I I sometimes it's I got time. I'm with the shits. We're going to go back and forth. Sometimes it's, I'm just going to let him say what he has to say. And whether or not I agree or disagree with it, I'm just going to take it. Because I don't have it in me to argue with him right now. Sometimes it's, I, you know, yeah, sometimes, and sometimes it's just also too, it's just like, you know, this isn't. A winning battle or we're not going to go anywhere from this so i'm just gonna you know be quiet and but that methodology hasn't obviously been working for me because there are obviously still things that i think and that i haven't given you the ability to address or correct because i'm not sharing them with you 
But then sometimes it's like, do I want to necessarily run the risk of having to hear your mouth? I mean, and, but, but that's a risk I have to be willing to take. You might hear my mouth, but that's it's better that we have to have that argument. You hear my mouth, and you got whatever off your chest, as opposed to you just suppressing it, holding it, and just allowing that shit to build up. Yeah, but then can I also ask you, like, and I'm not saying that you don't because you have, and in your defense, you have grown in leaps and bounds with like being able to receive feedback without immediately like biting somebody's head off but it still exists within you and so what i would still ask for is for you to continue to like work on that because it you know you aren't necessarily the most the easiest person to have a difficult conversation with or an argument with period talking about me talking about pretty much anyone who knows and loves you might attest to the fact that like you're not necessarily the easiest person to have like a disagreement with because you are when you're with the shits you're really with the shits and you're good at arguing and everybody is not good at arguing i am somebody who's not good at arguing you're actually really good at arguing now how how you may not like to argue i don't but you know like you're good with your words so you're able my emotions aren't too much into it. I mean, even if your emotions are, you're still good with words. I've, like, you could be crying and you're angry, but you're still able to articulate a sentence. But you know what, though? But it's still not to, it's not in the best way I could, I'm telling you. And okay. it's just like, and I mean, y'all, you it, know was, you it was so than- bad. I just really wish that I, 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 I was to a point where I just was like, I just wish I didn't have feelings. And I, I don't sometimes. I still kind of don't, but you know, don't want them. But when you said you, like, I don't want to necessarily be as sensitive and as emotional as I am as a person. But you got to figure out what your battle with that is, if that makes sense. I do. I, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm. That's what we're working on in therapy. We're trying to figure out, like, why am I so caught up in that or whatever but then also too like how like uh, yes much of this might be my journey and it's a part of my process but it's also too like where and how can like we both have to be actively you know working on things on ourselves to be better versions of ourselves for each other and for ourselves most importantly and you know i'm willing to to stay here to stay on on record like my people pleasing ways, my need to be make others comfortable, even maybe arguably a little bit of martyrdom, right? Throw that in the mix. My need to be like this like self sacrificing person has bit me in the ass and, and blown up in my face more times than I care to say. And then it's not fair it wasn't fair for me to have that expectation of you like i need you to be like to spare my feelings whether or not i'm right or wrong because i spare your feelings way a lot what or what i think i'm in my mind i'm sparing your feelings and whether or not i think you're right or wrong and then you know ultimately what ends up happening is like you continue to do the things or say the things that I don't like because I've spared your feelings on them. And 
I'm not speaking on them until you bring up something to me and then I go back and forth. So it you know, it paints a it paints a, a picture that isn't accurate of the things that I'm I'm seeing and feeling. So that's what I have to work on. And then I feel like on your end of it, like is you working on word choice and tone and delivery and you know maybe you know we need to take a page from each other's books where it's like you technically tend to not have a problem speaking on any and everything that makes you get you know concerns you gives you discomfort puts you at unease makes you angry whatever you're going to talk about it and i don't talk about it enough and i think we need to sometimes like borrow that act that way we act from each other that makes sense because you know, I think because I think I think you and I can be exhausting to the other person just in different ways. Definitely. I mean, but we're around each other. We grew up with each other. We know each other. We know what things annoys us or, you know, what I mean, so it's it's easier to be annoyed by things or upset or frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do agree with what you're saying. Um, and I feel like I, I've tried. Like there's some things that I used to like complain about or nitpick about and I just haven't said anything you haven't Um, like let me try the different things so do you feel like I've well I guess do you think that there are areas that I've gotten better in of course and I mean honestly honestly I think it's like some things you were already just doing I just was in my own head so I couldn't see what you were doing like you were doing this already, and I was taking that for granted. So, because I was taking it for granted, I couldn't even see that you were doing this mm-hmm. type situation. So, and so maybe we can. This just kind of popped into my head, right? It's a question that maybe we can ask of each other and answer. What is one or two things that you need from me? In order for us to not revisit the E for effort stuff, like I mean, whatever it doesn't have to be just about effort. It just has to be about like but just like a point of contention with me. What do you mean? What do you mean a point of contention? Like an area that you feel like we that is I'm problematic in. So like, what's something? What's one or two things I can do? I mean, to work on. I I would say be mindful of. trying to think because the e for effort makes sense like give effort like do things your best always like it shouldn't be like i'm not gonna do my best because this is practice or i'm not gonna do my best because it's not serious like you never know who's watching you never know what the situation may be so you should always do your best regardless mm-hmm. like you know, you shouldn't be mediocre just because you can be mediocre. Like, if you can knock this shit out the park, knock it out the park. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. It's easy to not put in the effort. It's easy not to take the extra step. Mm-hmm. And It's harder to have to be mindful and have to say, all right, I'm, I'm going to put effort into this. I'm going, I'm, you know... This is, this is something easy or something I've knocked out before, but nah, fuck this. I'm still going to take it serious. I'm going to challenge myself. Okay. And then would you would like me to give you my response? I, I thought that was... Yeah, I just was making... Sorry. 
So I think what I would like for you to do in order for us to kind of be better for each other is um, I think maybe be a little bit more fluent in Danny as I am in TJ because you you understand my language and you you know me but I think when it gets to like the sometimes of the, the nuances or of certain situations not even maybe that you don't not even that you not that you don't know what's going on but that because it's causing a problem or static between us you kind of don't factor it in when you're thinking about how how and what you're saying and I think that like it's a little bit more like be I guess maybe being a little bit more like considerate or or, or I guess maybe mindful like mindfulness I think maybe is a, the word that we can both use but it just applies to us in different ways and just being bit, a little bit more mindful of what you're saying and how you're saying it and you know is like and I guess we both have to sometimes ask ourselves the question do I want what I'm saying to be well received or do I want what I'm saying to be a jab or direct or just or you know I want or do I want to say it in the way that makes me feel best as I'm saying it does that make sense kind of so like my question my thing is I guess the thing I would say is before you get ready to give me a piece of criticism right or just something in general like something and let's let's be fair let's say you're t- gonna you're telling me because there's times when you people say things and you don't realize that that's going to be upsetting to them but let's say you know that there's something you have you want to bring to me that I'm, is going to ruffle my feathers right and it's it's fush and it's frustrating you tell think about make sure you're asking yourself the question am i saying this to danny or to anyone, am I am I communicating this in a way that this person is going to has a fighting chance to receive that feedback well, or am I just saying it in the manner in which I feel most comfortable delivering it? Because sometimes the manner in which we're most comfortable delivering criticism in, and the way in which a person has is likely to receive it, can be one and the same, and sometimes they can be really different. And I think I also need to do that with myself as well because sometimes. It's fun. It's like sometimes I I prefer like flowery and nuanced language, and you prefer more directness. And then that's why you get frustrated with me when I'm like talking in circles sometimes to get to the point. And then I get frustrated with you when I feel like you're like painfully direct, and it hurts my feelings. So it's almost like we gotta like make sure that when we're thinking about what we have to say, how are we trying to communicate it? Are we trying to communicate it to give a person feedback and get a get a positive response? And not just saying that that person can take takes it well, but that the, they're more inclined to absorb it and change it. Or am I going to say it in the way that I feel the most comfortable saying it? Which might take, you know, because for you, it might take you five more minutes before you come to me to construct a response that might be better received by me. And for me, it might it might mean me not living in my head so much before I even begin to formulate a sentence to you because then by doing all of that I get muddled and then you don't understand what I'm trying the point I'm trying to make and then we're both frustrated. 
I hope that all made sense. I, I know I was talking a lot, but I think that I was kind of on to something there. How do you feel? I feel good. I feel like we... And I hope this was helpful, y'all. I hope that this was a good recap and revisit of like, like it was like how we get there. Yeah. I think we... And what I will say is this too, is like, so at, one thing that I am going to look into um, to be, to put in effort, no pun intended, right, is some uh, feedback that suggestion that my therapist gave, which is for us to also start couples therapy. Um, and because the issues that are mine are mine alone there are some issues that are mine and mine alone, and there are some issues that are mine, but also impact TJ, also impact my marriage, also impact our household, which includes Tatum. So, and the same applies for TJ. There are TJ's issues that are his and his alone, and there are TJ's issues that are his, but also impact the other people in this house. And so, the same way how I'm working through my own personal shit, whether or not it impacts just me or others in my life, in the same way... Is the same way how we have to kind of address those things that affect others, particularly in our marriage. And, you know, you guys, who anyone who listens to this show knows that I sing therapy's praises to the mountaintops. But, you know, I see so much going on in at least the social atmosphere, social media atmosphere and climate of like failed relationships and, and people airing dirty laundry and frustration and, you know, lack of trust and you know playing game plan and or dealing with toxic traits and so i i advocate for couples therapy and i'm gonna look into it for us because if people were actually talking to somebody else and not sharing that shit online things would probably be exponentially better for themselves everything is not meant for everyone to know there are things about us even though we're on this podcast every week, that you will never know about TJ and I because it's ultimately not everything isn't everyone's business. And we are working through things on, on mic and, and to, to hopefully, sh- hopefully have our experiences help others. And it also simultaneously helps ourselves, but ultimately it's still work. And when these microphones are off and the episode is uploaded... TJ and I have to go to bed with each other. We have to wake up with each other. We have to parent with each other. We have to continue to keep up a household together. And that requires assistance sometimes from other people outside of just he and I. And that's why I'm going to, you know, look into that. And so that way he and you and I can figure out the ways to best be best for each other or do better for each other. I'm here for it. So I did a lot of talking and I know that's what I do, but you did as well. You did some, a good amount for you. Um, That's shady right there. No, no, no. I'm not trying to be shady. I was actually trying to clean it up because I realized it was unintentionally shady and then I was trying to be like nicer about it. I guess. But that was, that was blame... My head and not my heart. There was no like shade behind you it. You got it, bro. I don't want all these shoes. Um, so with that, we are going to now. I hope that helped everyone. And we were recapping our E for effort, our process. We are going to now actually start our episode with, or continue our episode with our 
regularly scheduled segments of elevator talk, relationship tips, black history facts, and when TJ tries to play me and my spelling skills. So, um, with our elevator, are you going down or up, my good sir? I'm going up. Okay, so I'll go first because I'm going down then up, but it's like a little up. All right. Um, <clears throat> going down. So I touched on it in our previous, and what we were just talking about. And you know what? In my efforts to be a better version of Danny and being having these more like daily authentic communications with folks, it's been transformative even in this short amount of time, but it's also been exhausting, which I think has made me a little bit like high strung, whatever you want to call it. And now I'm like, you know, trying to keep my emotions together. I feel like... I've been, you know, a bit more emotional like these last few months. And I mean, there is a lot going on in the world and there's still a lot of things I'm processing and coping with. And I'm still trying to stay afloat and be a wife, a mother, a sister, a daughter, all the things. And it gets hard sometimes trying to wrangle in these emotions. It gets exhausting. And that's the thing. I exhaust myself with my emotional states, with when I'm hearing something that shouldn't mean be that much and I feel the tears welling up in my eyes and I get more angry with myself. And so I um I find it frustrating and a little embarrassing depending on the audience that I'm in front of and a little concerning. She never but she shouldn't feel embarrassed. I shouldn't, but I do. I get you. I'm just saying. I think if if you hear the positive reinforcements, if 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 when you have your low moments, someone's there to try to pull you up, I feel like it can make it not feel like it's embarrassing. Yeah. I wish I can cry. I I gotta be like really, 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 really out sad, or sad, or stressed out to cry. I wish I can just allow my emotions to just come out because I'm that angry and it just comes out. I hate that, you know, I sometimes can be emotionless. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even, I don't think you call, I don't even, you're not emotionless. You're just, I'm saying you think like, you're like more in, of those in, like in softer that. or like not softer emotions, but those like more maybe physical displays of emotion or because i mean you 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 have the emotions you have the range trust me but it's just like tears is usually not yeah but i'm just for me tears is like the release it's like you feel better after you cry yeah it's it's like you're, you're letting it out i've had those too but you know this that's the thing and what i'll say to you is and i've said this to you before as as it is pertains to you and i and the relationship that we have with our my, my tears and emotions is like you do say if you cry you cry it's okay Danielle it's okay Danny like who cares this that, and the other but I've also expressed to you that when I have gotten emotional sometimes and if you don't necess- if you don't aren't clear on why I am upset like you don't always look at me like with concern like what's wrong Danny like why are you crying it's more like what are you crying for and like you see how there's like a two the difference between those two the two phrases, mm-hmm. and so sometimes I get the latter, and that so that means like your words and your actions aren't lining up when it comes to that topic. So as much as you tell me that, 
it sometimes becomes a little difficult to believe it because of those moments. But that was my down. I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress, y'all. Um, but I'm also going up. And this weekend we got we got to take holiday photos. So um, it was, they were. I think they came out really nice. I'm really excited to see some of the finished products. Um, you know, we we um, TJ's uh, son, his Neo. Um, is a photographer who lives nearby, who we, you know, we've seen and we, um, shout out to Chewy and he, you know, offered to come and, and do this for me. I asked him kind of on a, like a, a whim just to see if it would come through. And I've never been one to like do photo shoots or, you know, take a bunch of pictures and stuff like that. But I thought that this could be like a cool way to commemorate our first year in our house, our first holidays in our house. And you know, we posted a couple of snippets online and, you know, I thought we looked really good together. Uh, Tatum was in love with her first dress. And yeah, like, you know, it was a little stressful at some points, but it was well worth it. And with that, I yield. So that was my up. So thanks for stealing. I'm sorry. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought doing the photos is dope. It's like dope that we're creating our own tradition, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I said it uh, I think I said it last year or yeah I think I said it last year like you know Christmas is back because of Tatum mm-hmm. so like this stuff is like dope and then you know Danny added Elf on the Shelf this year so now that's a new tradition and now I'm like we could take photos every year that could be a new tradition you know we got our tree Oh my we got god. This massive tree. Y'all. Oh my god. You know. So, you know. We might have to talk about that on Instagram live. We have a or fake clubhouse. tree. And that was going to be in like the hallway. And then we're going to get a real tree for the living room. But Danny switched that around. So, because we was putting a real tree in the hallway, I was like, all right, we can go massive. Like, y'all. So I'm like, get a 12 footer. Like, what the fuck? Y'all. So Danny uh, finds one that was 11. It was like 12, 13 feet. It was like 12 feet. At thought, least 12 feet. I thought that one was 11. No, it was, was like, 13. no, the other one was 15. Okay. And that one was like 12, 13. Got you. All right. So I'm like, get that. And then <laughs> I go grab it. I mean, no. So then they deliver it. Danny's like, oh, it's here. I go out there and it's just mo- like the most massive tree. Shit was humongous so we get in the house my brother-in-law said it belonged in yellowstone (laughs) (laughs) get in the house me and danny try to lift it i'm like yo we can't do this so my brother-in-law come in we do it we put it up and it's like the most massive tree in the house it it looks stupid it looked like that movie like honey i shrunk the kids it's like oh my god it was like running out of space yeah it was like like, fucking jumanji like that shit grew out the floor like it was Huge, y'all. Huge. It took four of us to get this tree upright. But, you know, so we wound up sending that back. Yeah, thank God the fire department, like, picks it up. And I, you know what, I really did appreciate the customer service of that one gentleman because the old man that was in charge, fuck him. Because he was rude as fuck. And... Yes, I get it. It's December and everybody's buying up trees. And I know the locust fucked with the crop or whatever you want to call it. So they had a shortage and stuff. And he was going to sell that tree to someone else and told him it was sold. But now he got the tree fucking back to sell it again. And 
for anyone out here who is like into the holidays right now and like as far as like decorating is concerned there's like a fucking like christmas shortage everywhere because niggas is home <laughs> and everybody's like well fuck it. if i'm home i'm gonna go hard in the paint with my decor because i have time because i'm working from home or i'm home doing nothing or whatever and i mean literally y'all hunting for i went decorate to, to like stores for decorations the Sunday after Thanksgiving and everything was fucking gone. And like ordering stuff online, my sister ordered ornaments from Michael's and she gets a cancellation order because it's like everything's out of stock. Everything's out of stock. So I understand. So the Christmas trees, same thing. People buying them up. So I knew it was like slim pickings and I'm trying to come back and I'm like, hey, this is the situation. And he's like, I don't know what to tell you. I can't promise. Sir, sir, first of all, you work for the fire department, but yet you look like you smoke 10 packs a day. Why? Make it make sense. And you have to be rude. But the young guy was like, I know, I'm sorry. Give me your cell phone number. I can probably try and pick it up. I'll try to help you out, this and the other. So he literally came after his like, exam and came with a friend. And they, I guess they took the tree and he brought it. We swapped trees. So we got a smaller, fatter tree, but it's still <laughs> really cute. And, you know, he brought that, he took that massive rockefeller center in the face ass tree away for us so thank you alex for that because it was a bit stressful and i'm very glad that, that is over yeah. no it was a lot stressful because we had a disagreement about that we did but it was like a mini it was a minor one but 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 we were able to get through it so Listen, but that made my, like, just the memories that we're building, so. True that. After you, you know, try to hijack it. I'm going to keep it short after this, I promise. Um, Well, now it is time for our relationship tip of the week. My good sir, what is your relationship tip of the week? You can go first. Oh, my goodness. Niggas is tired of hearing my voice. Um, So... It's like a catchphrase I kind of developed from another nugget I got from therapy, right? And what I came up with is straight lines move things forward, not circles. Would you like me to explain? Yes. So in our relationships, kin, all the ships, kinships, friendships, relationships, it's basically talking about cycles, right? If you... If you're going to progress, if you're going to move forward in whatever relationship you're in, but there are some clear negative cycles or unhelpful cycles that you and that person participate in and you don't address them through talking about it, uh, airing out your grievances, going to therapy, whatever, if you do that, you're just destined and doomed to repeat the cycle. But a straight line, if you move... If you move in a, in a straight line, you're moving towards something, you know? You're making progress. Hopefully, it's in the right direction, but you're absolutely never going to be in the, remain end up back where you started. So that's why that's my relationship tip of the week. You want to go forward. You want to make progress. You got to go in a straight line, or at least you got to go forward, okay? Because relationships damn sure ain't straight and narrows. And if you go in circles, you end up back where you started just to repeat it again. And that is my relationship tip of the week bars <laughs> I like that thank you I should get it on a t-shirt all that 
straight lines oh, okay. move things forward not I, circles I thought, I thought you were going to put your whole explanation I could put I it in the like... back in very small font <laughs> and I'm going to edit with bars anyway this tip is based off of you so that means I win by your logic sure why not mm-hmm. become an expert on your partner okay because you were saying that you know us being able to switch roles and being able to you know, kind of think like if I'm a, before I say this, how how may my partner react and kind of using that as a way to making sure that you're saying the right words and stuff like that. So I'm going to try to learn and become an expert of Danny. Thank you. From a scale of one to ten, what level expert do you think you are on me now? One to ten. 15 for real, you know. Wow. Now, um, one to 10. I could do like that TV show. That's so degrading. I'm not going to put a number on. <laughs> I'd probably say six. Six? I would say you are like an eight. Mm. And so, conversely, I would say. I am a level nine on you. What do you think? I would have said a ten, but I feel like this I is always nine. you know. I I said you nine because be people wild. because people are people can change people change over time, and so there's always something new to learn. Would you agree? I do. Okay, so yeah, I just think that ultimately being your an expert in your partner is sometimes how you move things forward and being working on yourself to be the best version of yourself is moving things forward. I think we're going to stop right there. We give, we've been talking for a bit over an hour and um, I know we didn't touch on a few of our segments, but I think that we gave you the real heart of this episode and the things that you come back week after week to listen to and to get from us so i think this is still an okay place to stop and you know and have done this e for effort revisited episode um with that said i did want to introduce and promote and pitch to you guys that um being that our instagram live went um so a lot better than we could have even anticipated uh, last week, TJ and I want to kind of have like a little standing appointment with you guys on Instagram Live, um, just to rehash whatever's going on in the episode or any things that is going on in the world or what thoughts or questions you might have for us. Um, and that's going to happen on Tuesdays at 7.30. Again, Tuesdays at 7.30, you can find us on the Instagram Live, going live on Instagram um, through our Lover's Quarrel show uh, page. And... Join us and talk to us and chop it up with us and, and you know we'll see how things go and we're gonna gauge how this goes. Um, but as always, this has been another episode of Lovers Quarrel. You know that you can find us, of course, on Instagram at Lovers Quarrel Show. You can find us on Twitter at Lovers Quarrel Seven. And again, you can email us your questions, comments, headaches, and heartaches at Lovers Quarrel Show at gmail.com. We hope to see you tomorrow. Oh, sorry. Well, when you're hearing this, it's tomorrow. So tomorrow, Tuesday at 7:30 on Instagram Live to join us and rehash the episode. But with that said, as always, I am your girl Danny. And I'm your guy TJ. And you know that we fuss. We fight, but, but we, we love. love. Bye. Bye.
Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.